0: Country music artist Erin Kelly may be young, yet for well over half her life, she's been performing for large audiences and on TV. Starting at four years old, this this is her podcast. Welcome to Erin Kelly's Life Behind the Mic, where each week she will introduce you to life as an independent artist. You'll get a backstage pass to the independent music scene and meet both musicians and experts that will give tips about the music industry and more.
1: Hi everyone and welcome back to Life Behind the Mic. Today we are going to be talking with Kathleen Gavin, a licensed clinical social worker with a private therapy practice, about how to handle nervousness. Thank you so much for coming in, Kathleen. Sure. Now when I'm performing, I usually don't get nervous. I've actually just learned to channel my nerves into more of an adrenaline or excitement rather than just nervousness. To be honest, I think I actually get more nervous about public speaking class in college than anything else. And um, usually it ends up being the smaller the audience, the worse it is. Um, Anyways, the best way of handling your fears, I think, is facing them head-on, and I think that's the best way to learn how to control your nerves. For me, both sports and singing were two things that helped me learn how to control my nerves. When I was a softball pitcher, I had to perform under pressure. If I was pitching under, say, full count, bases loaded, I needed to avoid all the distractions, and all the yelling and go for that strike, making sure that the consistency was my ultimate priority. And the same goes for singing. There are plenty of distractions and all the focus is on you. And there are plenty of things that can go wrong. And so many variables that can affect your performance that can make you nervous, such as forgetting the words, your voice can crack, and, you know, even a wardrobe malfunction here and there. (laughs) I tend to be clumsy and... Things don't always work in my favor. For instance, one time I had to waddle off the ice um, performing a national anthem at the Hershey Bears ice hockey game because my shoe was falling off. And um, sometimes, you know, I forget the words to my own songs. You know, things like this just kind of happen when you're performing and just uh, know that it's always possible to happen and it's really something that you shouldn't get nervous about. You know, the best thing that you can do is just own it there's things that can go wrong, and it makes you more human and authentic to your audience. Now, um, not that I adv- advise you to ever do that on purpose, but uh, you know, um, it really does make you more authentic. All right, so today I have with me Kathleen Gavin. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Erin, for having me. First of all, um, could you explain the difference between anxiety and nervousness to me? Sure. They're
2: really not that different. Anxiety is more of the clinical term, and it's an actual diagnosis um, that is uh, for a set of symptoms and can be treated. Uh, But you can use those words interchangeably.
1: Okay. So from a scientific approach, um, what does anxiety do to the brain?
2: Uh, I can answer that question by talking a little bit about fight or flight. Have you heard of the fight or flight response? Okay, so you're walking in a jungle and a tiger appears. Your body and your mind would react to that. Uh, It's your sympathetic nervous system that kicks in to prepare you to either fight or to flee. Your adrenaline is flowing. All of your senses are heightened. Um, You become extremely focused on either fighting that tiger or running away from that tiger. Your mind and body respond in much the same way when you are having anxious thoughts. It's just that there's no tiger there.
1: Could you explain why we get nervous and some of the side effects to it?
2: Sure. Um, Actually, anxiety is a very normal uh, and very useful reaction whenever we feel threatened. It puts us on alert and it gets our bodies ready to cope with danger. The problems arise when the threat is in our minds and it's not a real physical danger. So if we perceive something as scary, if we have an anxious thought, that reinforces that feeling of anxiety and nervousness. Some of the symptoms of anxiety are worry, self-consciousness, fear of criticism, fear of rejection, uh, difficulty relaxing, forgetfulness. Uh, And, of course, there are physical symptoms associated with anxiety like racing heart, sweating, shallow breathing, trembling, nausea, lightheadedness, dizziness. There's a whole range of physical symptoms that you experience or can experience when you're anxious.
1: Well, I've also heard that there's different levels of anxiousness, too. Um, With singing, um, what do you think are the different kinds of levels of anxiousness that can come about?
2: Well, I think you're talking about performance anxiety, which is a specific type of anxiety. Okay. Um, There is generalized anxiety, which is like low-level chronic anxiety that someone might feel on a daily basis. Um, There are phobias, so it's a specific fear of something. Um, But what you're referring to is performance anxiety.
1: Okay. Also, why is it so important to learn to overcome nerves? Well,
2: you're not really overcoming nerves or overcoming anxiety. Um, You're really learning how to work with your anxiety because, again, remember, anxiety is a normal reaction, Mm -hmm. and it can be a useful reaction. So what you want to do is use the positive aspects of anxiety, things like the adrenaline, the energy, the feeling of challenge, the feeling of excitement, Um, feeling like you're alive. Kind of
1: like what I do. I turn it into excitement rather than just get nervous before I go up on stage. Exactly. Exactly
2: what you said about you go off of the adrenaline. Uh um, And while you use the positive aspects of anxiety, you want to minimize the negative aspects, the things that cripple you or the things that are bothersome. So again, you're not really overcoming nerves. You're working with your anxiety that's already present.
1: And I've also learned um, from a lot of people that there are some exercises that can be used to help with any kind of stress. Um, Could you explain a few?
2: Sure. As a therapist, I see a lot of people who are dealing with all different levels or all different types of anxiety. Um, Most therapists use a cognitive behavioral approach in dealing with anxiety. So working on your thoughts and working on your behaviors to help you minimize the impact that anxiety has on you. Um, the first, I guess the the main thing that a therapist will do is help you challenge your anxious thoughts. So let's say as a performer, you have this thought, this negative thought, I'm going to fail, or no one is going to like me. What you need to do is you need to dispute that thought, that negative anxious thought. And how you do that is you ask yourself, what is the evidence for this thought, and what is the evidence against this thought? In almost all situations, you will find no evidence for a thought like, I am going to fail. You can't prove that. You can't back that up. That's a fear. Mm -hmm. But when you ask yourself, what is the evidence against that thought, you can refer to history. You can look back and say, I've had many successful performances. I've had lots of positive reinforcement from people about my voice. I've had audiences stand and clap for me. Those are all facts that that are real that you can use to dispute that thought. I am going to fail. So yeah. that's that's one thing. Does and that we make thought sense? Thought of that way, yeah, yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah,
1: and also I know there's um, some breathing exercises as well before yes. you um, go out and perform. Um, this one lady in Nashville told me. Um, You can, (laughs) as strange as this sounds, um, you hold one nostril, breathe in through your nose, and then out through your mouth, do it on the same side, and it's supposed to um, calm your heart rate. Okay. I've not heard that. What Mm -hmm. I
2: teach my clients is something that I call balloon breathing, Uh and it's a form of deep breathing. And why it's called balloon breathing is that you imagine that you have a balloon in your belly. And when you're inhaling, you're inflating the balloon and when you're exhaling you're deflating the balloon so you want to do a really nice slow smooth inhale inflating mm-hmm. that balloon in your belly and then a nice slow smooth exhale deflating the balloon in your belly and if you do a couple of those you should feel much more relaxed
1: and actually that's how you should be breathing when you're singing too which is uh, oh, pretty okay you know i so.
2: thought maybe it was yeah. yes 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 do they call that diaphragmatic
1: Breathing. Oh, I'm not good yeah. with the terms, but okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so, and then some other techniques that go w- along with the thoughts, disputing the thoughts are actually substituting the negative anxious thoughts with positive self-talk. And one form of positive self-talk is something called affirmations. Um, affirmations are positive present tense statements about oneself. So for example, I am an accomplished singer, not I can be or I want to be or I will be, but I am an accomplished singer. This is something that you think in your head. Mm -hmm. I believe in my ability to connect with the audience is another example. I feel confident in the strength of my voice. I enjoy singing and others will enjoy it too. So they're all positive, present tense Statements about oneself.
1: So basically just being positive will help you calm your nerves.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And what I recommend to people is that they pick one particular affirmation that resonates with them Mm -hmm. and use it as a mantra and say it over and over and over again. So they can wake up in the morning and say it. They can say it throughout the day and especially saying it before a performance if they have anxiety or nervousness. Mm -hmm. And even during a performance in between songs, if you need to reinforce that, you know, use your mantra. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, I I have a couple other techniques. I don't know if you want me to share them with you. Okay. Um, Another one is called visualization. And that's basically creating the best image that you can of yourself on the stage. Um, So you are going to visualize or imagine you on the stage as your most poised, confident, strong, kind of owning the stage person that you can be. Mm -hmm. And you're also envisioning the audience being uh, supportive happy pleased clapping you know Mm -hmm. so that's called visualization and again it's something you can do on a regular basis but especially right before a performance you want to take some time and visualize that that scenario
1: yeah and a lot of people even say um when they go on stage, they're a completely different person. You know, there's a stage personality. You yeah. go off stage and, yes, you know, I'm kind of the same way. You know, I'm a quiet person. Yeah. Um, but once I go on stage, I'm <laughs> a completely different person. Yeah,
2: yeah. Have you ever done visualization? Have you ever kind of pictured that before you go out there?
1: Um, I don't think I've really pictured it before I go out there. My mind's on, you know, the excitement of it all. Okay. But once I go out there, you know, it, it's just completely Completely different person, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's really <laughs> cool.
2: That's really cool. So, you might not have to visualize that, but someone else in order to get into mm-hmm. that. I mean, might I may, need to. may
1: recognize it, but I mean, actually, I may do it. I may not even recognize it, to tell you yeah, the truth. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> yeah,
2: that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last area uh, that I would say helps people cope with stress and anxiety is just knowing and engaging in healthy behaviors consistently. So, things like getting proper rest eating healthy and regularly, uh, avoiding caffeine, exercising regularly, uh, making sure that you are prepared for your performances, Mm -hmm. Um, practice, 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 (laughs) practice makes perfect, um, so important, Um, and also having a balance between your work life or your performing life and the rest of your life, you Mm -hmm. know, fun, relaxation, and, and friends.
1: Okay. Thanks so much for coming in, Kathleen. And hope to have you back again sometime.
2: Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure.
1: Thanks to everyone so much for listening. Please rate and comment and subscribe on both iTunes and SoundCloud. And feel free to reach out to me on my website, ErinKellyMusic.com. See you next time. Thanks
0: for listening to Erin Kelly's Life Behind the Mic. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Be sure to connect with Erin on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course her website, ErinKellyMusic.com. That's ErinKellyMusic.com.
1: This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. creation. Steve Mittman, socialmedia.com.